Hello, and welcome to the Idea Space Podcast, a place for women who want to create the life they've been dreaming of. This is where women come to learn how to get their ideas out of their head and into the world. Whether you've wanted to create a better relationship, job, business, hobby, or a better self, I bet there's something more that you want, and it's time you were able to get it without feeling overwhelmed, alone, or confused. I'm your host, Jen Liddy, a high school teacher turned entrepreneur. It's my mission to help women bring their ideas to life and get what they want without feeling guilty, selfish, or confused. If you're tired of your dream living inside your brain and are ready to have what you want, you're in the right place. And I promise you can have it and you can stay sane while doing it. Let's go. I am really excited you're here today because today I have a special episode for you. On the Idea Space podcast, we talk about everything that has to do with creating the things that we want, from why we don't do it to how to get what we want. And this week I've got an interview with the Energizer Bunny. Just kidding, but you're going to feel like you just had some major coffee by the end of this episode. Episode three is all about how a single mom who is also a full-time elementary school teacher, decided to put her addiction to fitness to work for her, creating a fitness studio, a cult following, and her dream life. I'm introducing you to Shannon Connors of Shannon Connors Fitness. Shannon and I have known each other since college when she was working really hard as an education major. And I was, um, well, I was not working hard. Let's just say I was pursuing other interests at the time that included beer and boys. You can insert an eye roll emoji here because Shannon is the kind of person who knows what she wants. And she's always been that way. Why do I want you to meet her? Well, if you've wanted something like really, really wanted it, but didn't know how to make that happen, Shannon's interview will show you some hows that can shift your life. After getting fired from four corporate gyms, she decided she was tired of having a boss. So she started her own fitness studio. And remember, she's a teacher, not a business person. She has four kids, full-time job, and lives on a teacher's salary. I think we all have a lot to learn from her practical, realistic, totally doable advice. That's why her journey is the subject of today's podcast. And she shares exactly how she did it here, even as a busy mom and teacher. I hope you love this episode as much as I loved talking to her, and let me know what you think. Hi, everybody. I am welcoming Shannon Connors today to this interview series. I've known Shannon since we met in college a long time ago, there uh, in the 80s, and she has done a lot with her life to uh, move from uh, being an educator, which I know she still is, but she's also brought a business idea to life. And so I wanted you to hear from somebody who has made the leap from idea to reality while raising four children, has the craziest life. I've like her, her life gives me a stomach ache. And uh, she is a single mom. I also want to say that. And she teaches like teeny tiny baby Second graders. Yes. And so um, I just want you to know, like, she's not sitting around watching soap operas while she's running her business. I just, I want you to know, like, she's a mom like you. She's a real woman like you. She's busy like you. So I'm going to turn it over to you. And I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions, Shannon, and facilitate the conversation. But I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Thank you so much for giving us your time today. Thank you for having me, Jen. I'm excited. Honored. So I want you to just tell everybody briefly who you are and how, who you are and what you do, but how do you describe the dream that you brought to life? 
Okay. Um, well, I'm Shannon Connors, and I run Shannon Connors Fitness, which is a small, personalized group fitness training facility. Um, and in that training facility, I work with men and women and children on their physical fitness, um, health and wellness, nutritional balance. Um, I do transformation classes. I do group fitness. I work with athletes and do training and development. So that's kind of a small description of what I do at Shannon Connors Fitness. I've been in business by myself for the last three years. Since 2000, May of 2015 was when I launched my own when I launched my own business. Mm -hmm. um, I, st I really started to get the idea probably prior, I would say the year before that. I had worked for so many corporate gyms, you know, and I could name them all for you. I worked for everyone in our area. Um, and I was, uh, the older I got, and I was 45 when I, you know, first launched my business. I'm 48 now. But I was tired of having a boss if that I mean that's I think number one I was tired of like you said I was a single mom four children I still was teaching school so the fitness part was a great part-time thing for me because it gave me things to do I'm not a very sit still kind of girl so it gave me things to do on my weekends and my nights off or days I didn't have my kids and it was something that I love to do and I'm passionate about so I'm like oh my god it's a perfect fit um, but I was tired of living by somebody else's schedule mm -hmm. and Truth be told, and here's kind of a, a snapshot of why, how I got here. I was terminated by the four corporate gyms that I worked at. Mm -hmm. And every time, you know, the first one said, can you build our program? I build our program, and then they'd say, you know, there's too many people. Get your cult out of here. You know, the second, <laughs> so the second place was basically, you know, there's not enough flexibility in your schedule. I was the only instructor, but you're right. I couldn't be there 18 hours. I have other job and other children. The third place basically said, this is XYZ Fitness, not Shannon Connors Fitness. fitness. <laughs> and I shook her hand. I said, no, but that sounds so damn good. So, and I cleaned out my locker and I walked out. Oh, and I think the day she said that to me, at first I was devastated. Don't get me wrong. Because I thought, what am I going to do now? I don't have any money. I don't have... I'm not, I'm not, I'm an educator. You're not I a taught, business person. No, I'm not. I did not go to college, Grim. John, if you remember, um, I was, I was in education all, all day long. I don't, I have no MBA. I don't have fancy degrees in marketing or any of that. And I want to just so, stop you there for one second because teachers have a really special mindset that is beaten into them, which is this is your job. This yes. is how much you get paid. And if you want to yeah. get paid more, you do this 20 hour workshop and we might pay you $200 more a year. And you're grateful for the $200 a year, but you okay. are not taught to think how you know, you're not taught to think about clients or marketing yeah. or, or strategy. No. You are taught to bring people from here to here very quickly. Yeah. And now you needed to do that in a fitness realm, but you needed to learn how to run a business and market a business. And absolutely. And I, and I, here's my thing. I didn't think I had those tools mm -hmm. until I really dug deep. And then I realized a lot of what I learned in education was I could apply to business without having a business degree. If that makes sense. As a teacher, I'm, I, as I'm a saleswoman all day long to, I mean, they're only eight, but you know, I could sell to them that the sky is green and they will believe me. So I thought I could do the same thing. Yeah. And if you really look at the shift in my careers, because I'm still a teacher, 
I thought to myself, if I'm a fitness instructor, I'm still an educator. Yes, of course. It's just a different platform. So I took what I had and I had to run with it. Okay. So this is such good news because so many teachers are so unhappy being teachers because it's such a grind. It's such a hard thing. And they're kind of locked in. Like I have to be here for 25 years and this is the grade that I teach. And this is the content that I teach. And what I really want, this is what I really wanted to have you on because I want teachers to know that that is not, there's no period at the end of that sentence. It's not, I'm a teacher period. It's a comma. And I also, Or I used to be a teacher and now I do this. And that's the number one thing. And the second thing is that I really love that you said, I had the tools because I'm an educator and I sell things all day long to people. When When I think about like the linear way that teachers have to think, we have to plan and we have to be creative. We have to strategize and we have to use tactics. Like we, we have the best tools to start our own businesses. It, it, we we do and teachers are afraid. See, and what if I can encourage teachers are one of the best time managers because they can take a twenty minute period and fill it with either a teachable moment or something quick. And I think that was my strength in doing this because think about it: when you have two full time careers, single mom, four kids, what's my ace in the hole? And I tell people all the time: it's time management. Mm-hmm. You know, don't tell me that you can't mm-hmm. because you can. I don't have the time. I can't do this. I can't do that. Yeah. Really, truly, I could. Any, if you could map out your day, you could. You you can do it. So if I can do it, anyway. Yeah. There's this uh, somebody who said, "You, if you can do it, anybody can do it." That's yeah. the number one thing. And the number two thing is, <clears throat> if you if there's something that you really want, uh, you're going to have to give something yeah. else up, which might mean scrolling on Facebook or watching Game yeah. of Thrones or something. Right. But so this brings me to my next question. I know how much you have to juggle and how much you've sacrificed. Why was bringing this dream to life so important for you? Why did you want it so badly? Um, I recognize, well, for me a lot was the personal transformation. You know, I had, I had four kids and after I had my son, I'd gone through a second not so great divorce and gained a ton of weight. So for me, that personal transformation was, was an intrinsic thing. Mm-hmm. But I realized at that moment, after I got healthy and got my kind of my mindset back together that there were other women just like me in the same situation. Life, life knocked them down a little bit. And I thought if I could teach them just one thing, self-esteem, get healthy, eat better, manage your time with your kids, bring your kids to the gym with you. If I could do one thing, I think that for me was the driving force. Um, not letting that go. Because I knew how hard it was for me and trying to get, and I was 38 and four kids under the age of 10, you know, divorced for a second time. And I thought with that, what, how am I going to fix this and still be a good mom and a good example for my kids? So if I could help one person, what, what could I do? And I thought it was to be, the dream was so important to you because it was to be of service. So this is not, absolutely. I hear this a lot from heart-centered entrepreneurs all the time, uh, women in, creative women in service to others. They, they, they have a bigger purpose than money, and it's usually what you just said, helping, they figure yeah. something out and they want to help somebody else transform. Yeah. Yes, and, and that, and truly, that hit, you hit the nail on the head. For me, this was never a money thing. I'm fortunate enough to still have my teaching job so that I was able to take a little more risk without putting my family 
you know, but I've learned now that that's not, you can do it without, with it. money doesn't, you don't need money to do that. That's a big holding back point for a lot of people. And I think it's a big myth. And I also think it's a myth that, oh, I have this full-time job and I have four kids and I have a big life and there's no time. Like you're saying you can really make it happen regardless. Yeah, you just have you to manage your time and your, ma your mind. Yeah, absolutely. So in talking about managing your mind, um, I know that a lot of entrepreneurs deal with a lot of destructive thoughts, which lead to destructive behaviors. And it keeps them, they, they have an idea and they want to put it into motion, but there's this big like chasm, right? Yeah. And they have to make the leap. And you said you made the leap, but most people have destructive thoughts that keep them from making the leap. What were some of your destructive or harmful or negative thoughts? Um, honestly, I was, I mean, I was terminated from three or four different places. I, my biggest thing, you'll never be able to do this. You'll never be good enough. Mm -hmm. And the second thing was that, um, you know, kind of in the business that I'm in, people are like, she'll never make it. Mm -hmm. And that sticks in there. Who are, you're one person. What are you going to do? You, you cannot compete against the 999 gym membership. You're not good enough to do that. How are you going to sustain that? So people laughed at me. Mm -hmm. They're like, you have, you have your one trainer in one, you know, 2,500 square foot facility. And, and, and that gets you because you had asked me um, before, you know, in those down moments, in my lows, because you said, you're, and you're right, you're like, I know you have them, but people just don't see that always in your highlight reel is what I like to call it. I still have those thoughts. Like when business gets slow, I'm not good enough. I can't sustain this. But the bottom line is I love it enough that now I'm starting to appreciate the ebb and flow and appreciate when it's a little slower i can train myself to get better do some homework do some research remarket myself rebrand myself so those downtimes give me chance to refocus on okay what's the next goal what's the next step with a business like yours where it's shannon connor's fitness and i know that you have other people at your training facility who work with you but you're the owner you're the founder you're the director Yes. Um, you also teach a lot of classes. What you're yes. talking about is the difference between working in your business versus working on your business. Right. And I, what you have realized <laughs> is that during your downtimes, you use that as um, momentum to work on your business because yes. most of the time you're working in your business. Correct. Correct. I think a lot of female entrepreneurs don't do that. I think what they do is during the downtime, they start to run around with their hands flailing and they're panicking. Like, and you're right. saying, thank God for those downtimes because now I can work on that rebrand I wanted right. to do. Right, that, And that's exactly, and I, you know what, it gives me an opportunity to look at my programming yes. and instead of worrying that, okay, I'm not going to be able to pay the bills this month because I didn't get more members or I didn't do this, I think, how can I target the group that comes to me? What can I do to best serve them? Because my biggest ace in the hole for that is if I sell myself and my product well to those people, they're going to tell three more people. They're raving. They're going to tell right? three more people. Um, what, and what people don't understand, I do zero advertising outside of free social media. Mm -hmm. I had no budget to do that mm -hmm. when I started. And I still don't have a big budget to do that. So I can't rely on a commercial or a billboard of me, you know, doing my <laughs> little thing. I have to rely on the fact that I'm going to commit to what I said I was going to do and I'm going to 
I'm going to give that product or myself and my package to my clients. I just hear over and over again from you that you show up in service. Like that's your, that's your like paradigm. And I wish that <clears throat> I could make the creative women out there who are watching who really want to serve others. They want to help people. I want them to know that it doesn't have to be expensive and scary and hard, especially if you're dipping a toe and just getting started. You don't need to have a huge funnel to get started. You don't need to, to buy a, a huge platform. You don't need no. to, to buy Instagram ads yet. You can really start with showing up in service to other people. That Just like take, taking that first step is right. the, the next thing you need to do. And, and I really seriously, if I had one word of advice to anybody who's starting a business if you want people to know what your passion is let them know every damn day mm -hmm. blog about it post about it pictures about it because if you really love it and you really want people to back it you have to live it right you have, you do you have to live it and i and that was my that's one of my biggest things talk about it to everybody you meet because then now, people how are like Shannon, you're the fitness girl. No, Shannon, the fitness girl. Obviously, she's always, Shannon, the fitness girl. she's always talking about fitness. That's what she does. Now, right. What I will tell you that when people are watching this, what they're going to say, oh, no, I don't want to annoy people, and I don't want to bother people, and I don't want to, like, Ugh. I don't block you. It's fine. They'll be back. That's what I learned. They always come back. Or they, you, I, I meet a lot of people, and they say, oh, I follow your stuff on Facebook, and I follow your stuff on Instagram. And you don't even realize and, and Chris, my boyfriend, explains to me the, the best way possible. He's like, you're leaving a digital footprint mm -hmm. of you, mm -hmm. of your legacy, every single time you do that. And are some people going to be annoyed? Yeah, let them. Let and them be annoyed. they can unfollow you, right? Like yeah, they, they can unfollow you, let them block you, whatever. But I'm going to tell you, at a point in their life when they need your service, guess what? <laughs> Unblock. Have you found that to be true? Have you had that yeah. experience? A thousand times over. Wow. And I laugh about it now because in the beginning when I first started my business, a lot of people jump ship. It's too far to drive. It's winter. It's, you know, they gave me every excuse in the world why they couldn't, you know, work with me anymore. And it's so funny because then they, you know, a couple months later, a year later, a year and a half later, you get a message, a text, you know, I'm really interested in coming back or can you help me with this? And the, and Here's my thing. Make those experiences positive. So if somebody leaves, good luck. Do your best. Uh, you yes, know. Yes. Because you know what? Maybe they will have success somewhere else, and that's okay. But you because also want them to leave and refer somebody else to right, you. Right. Because they're going to meet people who need you. Right. Yeah. That's such a and great point. So I just, I just really, I, I make sure that they leave on a positive manner. That's great. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to cancel your membership. I hope that you have success, and if you ever need help, please come I'm back. here, yes. And then, you know what, Jen, they come back. Uh, yeah, they, because you're so good. Back. And they see but, results. They get results. Yes, but that took me three years to learn. And again, I want to point out, it took you three years to learn, and you started at 45. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this was crazy? not overnight. Like, if somebody no. watched you, they'd be like, oh, Shannon just like, came up out of the ashes overnight. But this was like, you've been working on this for 10 years, and yeah. you only got your own space three years ago. Yeah. Correct. So the dream that you made real, it was an idea, it was a passion, it was something you knew you could help other people with. But in order to make a dream real, women have to make 
and create time for themselves. We must shift something else to make any dream real. So I'm curious, what did you give up or start doing differently or change in order to make your dream real? That dead time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I never really was a big TV watcher anyway, but I, I can't tell you the last time. Mm-hmm. It, it was the dead time at home. Yeah. That hour after the kids go to bed that, you know, you're mindlessly <laughs> yep, scrolling, flipping, yeah. watching television. Yeah. Having a glass of wine. I, I don't have, I don't have dead time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, you have to relax and recharge. And so I do. Mm-hmm. But my focus time during the workday um, is if I have, I call it my seven minute theory. I honestly believe you can finish all those menial mundane tasks in seven minutes. If you can't, something's up. Can you give us an example? Yes, you can do a load of laundry in seven minutes. Make a bed, straighten a bedroom. And I'm not talking dust the bed, you know. People are like, I have to clean my house, I have to do this. You know, I have to. And my whole theory is you can have that, you can have that, done in seven minutes you can empty your dishwasher fill it up seven minutes you can write out three bills seven minutes you can you know have your kids help you clean the living room seven minutes be done do a little laundry fold it put it away done so i live in seven minute segments because honestly there's some times in my day where all i have between one job and another i have 20 minutes and i look at the clock and say okay prioritize what's most important um is it the laundry is it the bills is it the all those little things that we, oh, I do the bills and then I'll go over here. And I used to do a lot of that. Yeah. Um, I don't do that anymore. One of the things that um, you're talking about that I really teach to my clients is you just decide. You're not like, I have this, 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 and this to do. Well, if I do this first and if I do this first, but what if I do this? But like, you don't do that. You just decide and do, decide and do. And none of it is perfect, right? It's all good enough. No, no, no. And, and I had to let that go. Yeah. My house, guess what, is never going to be spotless. And I'm okay with that. We live here. My kids are happy. Mm-hmm. What's my goal? Happy kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do they care that there's a couple dishes in the sink? No. The good thing now is they're old enough so they can. Yeah. Oh, but, that's, but my goal is happy kids. You know, my house is, my laundry is never going to be done. Mm-hmm. I have four kids. There's five of us. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm never, I'm okay, never achieving that goal. So you know what I do? When it gets really overwhelming and it starts to weigh on me, I found a really nice old lady at the laundromat who does like wash and fold service. And that $30 is, the is best my money you've treat. ever spent. That's yes. my best, you know, to hell with Starbucks. You know what I mean? I'm like, this $30 here for Linda to do her little old lady washing and puts a little note on my little stuff. She's the best treat I gave myself. That's so a beautiful you know, story. I love you know, that. She just, it's, it's, that's my treat. So I think people have to do that. You know what, like you said, prioritize. What is it? Because I did exactly what you said. Oh my God, what do I do? How do I do this? What am I going to do in the beginning? But now I'm like, you know what? I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Like I go to the beach. I go on vacation. You I do. That's why my I family. To. You know, I make sure that at least one day a week, I'm making memories mm-hmm. with somebody I love. Whether it's my best friends, whether it's my significant other, whether it's my kids, I'm making memories because I'm not. I, I wasn't put here to work seven days a week, even though I do. Mm-hmm. But I don't look at it like work either. But you don't. But what I'm hearing, the other thing is, you have a very busy life, and and again, that those women out there who want to make this jump, um, there a lot of the stories that they tell themselves is, I don't have time. But then you're teaching them how to create the time. But then the next story will be, 
oh, it sounds really hard. It sounds like she works a lot. (laughs) And what I'm hearing from you is that you do work a lot. And I also work a lot. But here's the thing, like, you friggin' love it. I, I, you are absolutely right. So it doesn't feel like work. And I won't lie to you. The second grade part, teacher part of me, I work. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but that's because I have a boss. I have guidelines. I have things that need to be, you know. Yeah. So I do that job, but then my passion fitness thing, yeah. it, that just kind of comes, that's not my, and if that's what people are taking the leap to, if that's your passion, it's not going to feel it like fills you up. I, I agree. It so. completely fills me up to do this work. And I work a lot of hours. I actually, I work um, probably as many hours on my business as I did in my first business. But in my first business, I felt really depleted uh, right. because of a lot of reasons. But this, when I, when I realized I felt depleted, I shifted over. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I, I feel like I can't believe I get paid to do this. I know. Well, I get up every day at 4.15 and people are like, What? What are you doing? You work, you get every day at 4.15. And I, and I what time do you go to bed? I'm like, I don't know, 10.30, 11. Um, aren't you tired? And I you know what? Are, are there some mornings that I get up and I'm like, oh, it's hard to get up. The minute I get out of the door and I get there. You see your people. I, I'm like, and then I look at the clock. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's 10 o'clock already? Yeah. How many people can say that at their job? I know. I totally you know? agree. So, and then when I come home and then I'll read an article or I'm like, oh, I found that and I'm going to write about it. That's not work to me. That's, yes. That's yes. sharing what I want. What, you, my what you're helping people transform yeah. with. So, um, what advice would you give to creative women who are living a life that they don't feel filled up by and that they know that there's something more in them? They don't know how they, they have all these stories. Like what's one piece of advice that you could help them to get the idea out of their head? First of all, surround yourself with those three, four, five people who believe in your passion will support you. Mm-hmm. And then make a list. Because this is what I did. Um, and, and make a list, even if it's only five things, and how they relate to that. Because you'll realize that in doing that to take the leap, it's, it's easier than you think. Because now you have four other or three other educated opinions who know and understand your passion or who are great friends with, of yours. And maybe they just drink wine with you on Fridays, but they will support you because that's your, that's your circle. So when you're saying make a list, you're talking about put four or five people on the list of who are going to lift yes. you up. Okay. Four or five people who will stand and support you. And then four or five, what do you need to do to get this started? Create a website. One of those people in that circle is going to have strength or know somebody. Yes. Um, you need equipment. Put that, delegate that job. These are people that care about you and love you anyway. You need to market or you need some ideas on how to do media marketing. Somebody will know somebody or have an idea or have seen something. And that's what happened to me. And I, when, when I was terminated from the last place, it wasn't even my idea. My little crew, my, I call my team, they arranged a meeting and basically called me and said, I'm because I was home crying. <laughs> I was terminated again. You know, my whole What's wrong with me? For me. You know, <laughs> I was doing my little pity party. And they basically arranged this meeting and, and said, We're coming to get you. Get your ass out of bed. And when I got there, eight of my closest friends were like, You're not, this is you. This is who you are. And they gave me the little two minute pep talk. 
And the minute they did that, I realized I had eight people that even if only there were nine people in my gym, <laughs> we were going to start something. And that's what we did. I had a friend, Molly and Sly, who were great at marketing. I have a friend who's completely OCD and spreadsheet crazy. And she like, you know, organizes everything to the T. Um, I have other people who are like, what do you need? Do you want us to clean? Do you want us to look? Do you want us to do this? But it was, and then those people, new people who, and that's what you just make that little branch. Mm -hmm. But, and those don't have to be, you know, CEOs of million dollar companies. Right, like right, I said, right. get your girlfriends together. The Who's strong at what? Around. Yes. You know, my one, I wasn't, I, at the time when we opened my business, I'm not an accountant. Like second grade math is where I top out. Yeah. How, like, how am I going to manage books? How do you run a business? What do you do? <laughs> I don't have a cash register. How do you do this? <laughs> I have a friend who's great at math and she's like, let me help you. Great. And she did, oh, look it, we can do it this way. This is easy. So you just, and then you go, oh my gosh, that's easy. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. I can do that. And that's how it's it easier. Yes. Yeah, so you like, yeah. you have to learn by doing and asking for help. And the other yeah. thing I would want to add to this is like, you're talking about surrounding yourself by people physically, but I also really want to say how important it is to not follow negative people, not like really, you know, so like all the people in your feed who are the naysayers, like block <laughs> them, unfollow right. them. Right. You don't want that kind of negativity. They go, in your feed. They go away anyway. Because if you believe truly in what you're passionate about, they get tired of your positivity. It's so true. And you don't have and, to feel bad about that. Yeah, and I don't feel bad. You know what? You, I'm fine. I'm not for everybody. And I'm at 48, I'm finally okay with that. <laughs> I'm fine. Like, I don't, you don't, you don't want to be part of this. But like I said, anybody, my biggest thing is if I can leave with you one experience, A, it was positive. And you had a laugh, or maybe your legs are sore. But whatever, it's it's a positive. And if you don't get rid of that toxic, you can't do it. You're never going to make it. It's going to be hard. You have to just stop listening. Yes. You know, think about and I, and I, I work with a ton of moms. Yes. If somebody said that to you about your kid, he's not going to make it. He's not going to do well. He's going to fail the test. Would you let that continue? You wouldn't. Right. You'd be like, you are not part of our circle anymore. Right. But why don't enough moms do that for themselves? You know, I have, a, I have a husband who is a business coach. And you would think that I go to him and I'm like, what are your ideas? And can you help me run my business? And give me permission because you have an MBA and I don't. And I decided in my second business, I made this mistake in my first business, but in the second business, I just stopped asking him. Like, I will like check in with him and what do you think about this? But I don't ask his permission no. anymore. And that was very freeing for me. And I feel like if more women could stop asking the permission of the important people in their life and just start yeah. saying, this is what I'm doing. Do you have any ideas or right. can you help me? Not right. what do you think or do you think yeah. I'm on the right path, but how can you help me is a good question. Yeah, it's a great question. And people are so willing to help because they, they, want, they want you to be successful. And I was just going to say that everybody wants to see somebody else succeed. Yes. You want it. Even if it means I share your post or I share this, people will do it. And it's a click of a button. Yes. Oh my gosh. My friend Jen just made this great blog. Click share. <laughs> oh, I love it. You know, so you know for that. So everybody somebody else. Help. But it, the other thing that you're saying is everybody wants to see somebody succeed. And there are people who don't. 
Yes. And those people can go right to hell. Like those Absolutely. people, are not the people I have in my life. No. You don't want to see me succeed. That's totally fine because there's 10 no. other people who do. That will, right. Yeah. And that person is going to watch from a distance. They will. They'll <laughs> 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 <It'd> be creepy. <laughs> it's so true. It, it is. True. So, and then, you know, you do, uh, you know, what, what do they say? The best... You know, oh, the best revenge is success. So yeah, 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 yeah. About, You know, don't. I mean, and that's why let them leave. Let them say what they want. Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny because some of the people that terminated me are some of my biggest followers now. <laughs> Click like, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm doing my digital <laughs> emoji wave. <laughs> For me, so it, it, it comes. I know it's scary because. As women, I think we're we are by nature. You that negative self talk. Mm -hmm. Too many women mm -hmm. are stuck there. You just gotta jump. You just gotta do it. You have but to. I have you those have to days. and do it anyway. Do it anyway. You know, so and, and we all have those moments. Yes, and even somebody like you who has a lot of energy and is very regimented and obviously like is is willing to take many chances. Like even somebody like you has fear. Oh my gosh! Yes, that's what I'm about. You and Every I are special. We just do it in spite no. of the fear. The fear is still okay. Because what's what's the biggest thing that's going to happen? You could you could you're fail. Gonna, you're going to fail. Okay, which means you just learn something new, right? Right. So that okay, that didn't work. Now what? You're going to stop. Will, yeah, I know. What are you going to? Oh, that's your passion. Okay, so that part didn't work. What did work, and then make that bigger. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are a lot of things that I've done. I've tried to run programming or I've tried to do this and it's a major flaw. I'm not going to sit and cry about it. I'm going to figure out, all right, what can I do that will be better? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's, you just, you have to get past that. Okay. So you failed. Who's judging you anyway? Who's the biggest critic of that? <laughs> you. So what? Oh okay. God, wait, I'm not perfect. And I don't know. <laughs> so what? And I think, and you know, as moms, you aren't perfect parents. You, you, there are moments that you can, in all of our, like, I'm sure, you know, that you say, oh, my God, I so screwed that up, and he was six. They don't remember. Like, and I'll say to my kids, do you remember when you were six, and I <laughs> dropped you out of the shopping cart, and my kids are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm still carrying this load of guilt for, you know, with that, the terrible day I slammed your finger in the door, or whatever you did that you failed at, but most of the time, no one is going to remember. I find that failures are just data points. It's like, oh, well, that didn't work, and that, I won't do that again that way. Right. Yeah. So, and, and that's the big thing. So, okay, so that failed. Try again. Try something different or whatever. Nobody remembers the person that failed. They remember the person that didn't stop trying. That's true. Because they make a sale. Girl, you do not stop trying. I love watching you. So tell people how... I know that you're located out of Buffalo, but yeah. I know that people can follow you and get inspired by you. I and I do online. I do, and I do online coaching. So how I can actually we reach you? How can we get in touch with you? Shannon Connors Fitness. Um, if you check out the Facebook, Shannon Connors Fitness Training Facebook page, I'm on Instagram. You can email me, and I'll send you this link. It's scfit, very easy, Shannon Connors Fitness, at teamscfit1.com. Okay. Or if you, hit, if you hit me up on my Facebook page or direct message me, you can send me a message. I do online coaching. I have a live stream yes. for, I have seven clients who live across the country. Awesome. Who weekly check in with me, weigh in. I write their nutrition plans. They tap into my live stream 
Because everyone said to me, you need a DVD. I'm like, too costly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free. What's free? What's immediate? That's what people want. So I created a closed group on Facebook that's only for our team. And I do this. I basically hang up our our little video recorder and I teach class. (laughs) And they watch me. And I... (laughs) And so I offer that service for $15 a month. Oh and then God. what happens is you, you tap into the live stream when you can. Yeah. And I tell my clients, do you have 20 minutes? Pick one and do 20. Mm-hmm. Do you have 10 minutes? Pick something and do 10. Get rid of that dead time. Because here I am, I can be right in your living room or in your kitchen. <laughs> and- <laughs> so that's how they could do it with me. So there's, and I do online coaching. So that's I have awesome. people... But clients who live in Florida, so she checks in with me every week, and she says, okay, what should I do today at the gym when I'm not doing a live stream? That's awesome. And, and then we, she checks in nutritionally, you know, and then we do this. We do face-to-face or a FaceTime video conferencing mm-hmm. with some of my clients, and I can be right here so that I'm here. Yes. Because that's my goal. Yes. Is when you leave me, I'm still here. So my I'm message you- of health and wellness. Well, I'm going to ask you what's next for your message of health and wellness because have you considered doing like a podcast or a blog or a vlog or something? Yes. So here's my thing. We are, we are revamping our website right now so that I can do a blog and do more time management blogging. That seems to be how do I fit fitness into my lifestyle of three, four, five kids, whatever the number is because that's everyone's biggest complaint. I, yes. I don't have that. Yeah, so you, said, you can do it from your, you don't have to get out and drive. You can do it from your home. Yes. And there were times like, you know, Buffalo weather, mm-hmm. you know, everybody was snowbound. I turned my phone on. I tapped into my live stream in my living room with no weights, 110 clients and I worked out from my living room That's and the dog and Maggie doing her, <laughs> I don't know this question, <laughs> you know, but people who know me know my life. So there's, you know, yeah. it's. That's it. Um, I'm, supp- I'm fortunate enough to have a supportive team now of 130 clients. That's awesome. That I, I, and I started with 40, Jen. I opened that place with 40 because- That's still a lot to open with though. Well, I had, I had about 60 who said they were going to come with me. And then, you know, you have to think 10% aren't going to show because that's just lip service. 40 came with me because 40 was the number that I needed to keep the lights on. Yeah, and yeah. I kid you not. So I'm like, okay, I'll pay for this, but what's going to pay for the overhead, the utilities and stuff? And then I said, and every month I'm like, here's my goal. I'm going to sell X amount of personal training to help somebody transform. And I want five more members, Mm -hmm. which don't seem like huge numbers, but I'm a small place. And you only can work before school and after school. And I'm one person. So I have to be realistic about what my goals are. I'm so proud of you, Shannon. Really. Thank you so much for your time and your insight. And I love you too. And I'm so like, I love watching you grow. I'm so impressed. I love watching you grow. It's amazing. Oh, (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I follow you. I'm a positive follower. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate every single like. So thank you. I I love you. All right. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye, Shan. So see, I told you it would feel like you just had some strong coffee after listening to Shannon. Remember what she said. Shannon strongly believes that teachers are the best time managers out there and are incredibly smart people. This makes them some of the best entrepreneurs out there. Her driving force was that she wanted more for herself and her kids. 
And obviously she had to give up some stuff to make that happen. Now, there's something you want. I know it. And you can be the creator of your own life. You can design your life. I can't wait to see what you create because yes, you can do this. I know that you can do hard things. I look forward to next week when I share how to stop negotiating with yourself and move forward on the thing you're dying to do. See you then. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the Idea Space in your podcast app or tell that friend of yours who'd really love to bring her idea to life about it. If you'd be so kind to leave a review, then together we can help more women with the desire to create the life she wants find this podcast. Isn't it time we got our ideas out of our head and into the world? Remember, you can grab my free resource, Bring Your Idea to Life in Three Easy Steps, even if you don't have the time, by visiting me over at jenliddy.com forward slash time. I'll see you next time. And remember, all you need to do is take the very next step you know how to. Bye. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.